sum up men on the West Coast in three points. And then you just feel like this sense of shame. Apparently it's hard to make bacteria when you want to. I'm gonna be fashion. I'm never gonna wear sweatpants. It's not florals for spring. Coming at you live from my bedroom. So welcome to Live from My Bedroom. I'm your host, Jane. And today I have my good friend, Kate, with me. So can you say hi, Kate? (laughs) Hi, everyone. I'm Kate. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Kate, tell me one of the craziest things that has happened to you or that you've ever done. Oh my goodness, such a hard question. So, I mean, 2020 has been a year of like, crazy things like I think we could all agree that like this whole pandemic thing pretty crazy didn't really have that in the cards for this year but that took us all by surprise um but for me personally um I had to move to the U.S. in 2020 for a new job so that was probably one of the craziest things that happened to me um you know going down to south of the border when everyone said why are you doing that do you you have to go (laughs) and I kind of felt the exact same way but yeah that's probably like one of the craziest things that has happened to me so far yeah so what has life been like living on the west coast of the states because you're in Seattle versus your hometown of eastern Canada in Halifax Nova Scotia oh my god way better way better question uh (laughs) like okay so let let me let me lay some things out for you so let's let's look at it from the idea of a hinge profile so on hinge you know you got so i'm gonna sum up men on the west coast in three points one they're overly competitive about everything two they think that hiking and biking are a personality trait um you live on the west coast everybody likes that stuff you know like everyone everyone likes hiking you know everyone enjoys a walk outdoors with a nice view you're it's not like groundbreaking news you know it's not florals for spring so (laughs) it's yeah and the other thing too is um everyone knows the best place you know that one is like i know the best place for tacos Mm -hmm. let me tell you tacos I have never been less intrigued by a food in my entire life. I think that, you know, they're like really authentic, they're beautiful, but they're not like this revolutionary thing. And I don't know, I'm in Washington state. Like it's hardly nice, authentic Mexican cuisine. Like wh- why, why are we doing this? Like if I hear one more person tell me in Seattle, the famous place is Tacos Chuki. Um, and it's good, but it's not like, the most groundbreaking thing I've ever experienced. It didn't change my life. So that's the biggest difference um, that I feel like I can sum up for you is, yeah, the granola outdoorsy thing. It's super fun. I get it. I like to hike. I like to bike. I like to whatever, but it's not like my personality. (laughs) That's hilarious. I also can so see that um, that's the defining feature of people out there because there's such an attraction to it but for you working in tech do you find that like most of your colleagues who are now based in seattle are they like adapting to that culture or are they more like over it um more focused in kind of like the silicon valley aesthetic yeah I mean, what, what's the vibe there different like I do find like my manager the other day was like yeah I did a 22 mile hike in one day this year and I was like oh that's a long freaking way like was that fun did you enjoy that that's a bit out of my range personally um I find people either take it one way or the other they're either like super super intense about it or they like 
don't know what a treat looks like. Like there's kind of two, two ranges there. And so that's what I find mostly. Um, but that's probably the biggest difference. Um, and I mean, it's West Coast living, like everything's slower, people talk slow, things move slowly. Everyone's like very nice to each other in a weird way. I don't know. I like the East Coast. Everything's a little bit meaner in some ways. My take <laughs> We're on jaded. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. So I find that like East Coast culture is like basically a mystery to me living in Ontario because the only trip that I took out East was when I was like eight and we went to Halifax and then I got pneumonia. <laughs> so I didn't really do anything. So what are some of like your favorite like quintessential like Halifax things or like East Coast like sayings, whatever that um, the rest of us like lowly mid, mid Canadians don't know about? Oh my goodness. Number one, garlic fingers. They do not have garlic fingers in Ontario, all through university, you know, I'd be like garlic fingers. People would be like, oh, like cheese bread. I'd be like, absolutely not. <laughs> like, take, do not associate those two things. That is absolutely heinous. Do not do that. Um, the biggest, yeah. So garlic fingers. Let me just lay this out for you. It's kind of like a pizza, but with just garlic and mozzarella, and they're usually so greasy that the grease kind of drips off of them. And it's a true delicacy in um, the East Coast where I grew up, and I, it hasn't reached the rest of the world. I don't know why. Um, it's definitely one of our best kept secrets, uh, or not a secret because I tell everyone about them. <laughs> and the other thing too, so that goes, that pairs insanely well with, with uh, garlic fingers is donair sauce. What is donair sauce? It's condensed milk and vinegar. That sounds horrific, but it is the best tasting thing in the entire world. It's sweet, wow. it's salty. It, oh my God, let me tell you, waking up the next morning, you smell terrible, you feel incredible. It just like changes. I feel as a drunk food, it's probably like ideal. I Absolutely. just remember so many nights going for Mr. Donaire after after a stages rip at Queens. <laughs> oh my God, the things I would do for Punair or Poutine with Topics for Mr. Donaire, yeah. terrifying. Like I think about that so so much yeah I don't know how have you found the post-grad transition um it's been weird so I I was supposed to go to school um and then I didn't uh so I'm I'm still in Toronto which is sad but I, I'll go next September so it's only eight months away um and I've been totally online and virtual as probably the rest of the world so I started like within uh, an internship at the provincial government and now I have a full-time role there and um it's been really boring in terms of like not okay my job can be exciting um it's interesting because i know what's going on with covid all the time um i find in terms of like post-grad life though i wake up i go to work in my living room i turn my computer off at five and then i continue to sit in my living room till i go to bed <laughs> so it's been less less like of the dream I imagined it was going to be. Um, that being said, I took up golf. So, uh, okay, LGPA, <laughs> whatever, just like watch out for me. Um, <laughs> honestly, golf outfits, I think they're underrated. 
Um, I also like I feel like I'm just really turned into like the most quintessential like country club white girl considering I'm currently wearing a sweater set. <laughs> I was gonna comment on that. I love it. I love the color on you. Thank you. It's from Mango. It's really soft. I um, got my brother to buy it for me for my birthday. Uh, so I'm very excited about it. Yeah. Um, it's been strange, but I I was ready for a full-time role and I was ready to work. Um, so I'm happy that I've, I've found a job and I've got a consistent paycheck and feeling more like an adult every day, but I'm really excited to get out of COVID and, and experience it a little bit more. I, I haven't had the freedoms that you have, so I'm kind of jealous um, because I still live with my parents, which is, this is the longest I lived with my parents since I graduated high school in 2015. Um, Cause then I modeled and traveled Europe and then I went to school. So um, it's been strange and I really miss like I honestly like miss like getting groceries and like spending Sundays like cleaning my room and like some of those like little things that you do to like control your space and control your life that makes everything feel more calmer. Yeah, I don't have that. So that's my post-grad review. It's been very mundane and I'm really excited for it to pick up. <laughs> Man, that's so interesting talking about like controlling your space. That's the thing I, I totally take for granted when I live in my like one bedroom apartment by myself because my, I just can't believe that now for the rest of our lives, we have to wake up and go to work every day. You have to go yeah. every single day. I just, I feel cheated in so many ways. I'm like, wait, this is, you know, they promise being an adult can be fun. They're like, oh my God, it's amazing. It's so cool. Like it's all you have from ages like 12 to 22. <laughs> And you get there and you're kind of like, this is it. This is, it's this just, is all I have. It's just a never ending cycle of dishes. <laughs> I know. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, that's what the biggest thing this year has kind of taught me is that like living from, well, living and work, working, how, someone I knew phrased it really well. They said, it's not working from home. It's living at work. And it's just because you have to do all of these things and at the same time you're like, oh, I have to jump on a corporate meeting. Here we go. Let's talk about corporate stuff. Like, I just, yeah, no. What's your what's your go-to work from home outfit these days? Are you a sweatpants person or are you like a pajama? Are you a work from bed person? So I, I work from my dining room table because I nice. need to leave my bed or else I'll... I, if I don't leave my bed, I'm not leaving my bed all day. Like it's, it'll be a problem. Um, so I, I tend to work from my dining room table and, um, honestly, I'll typically, so like I usually sleep in boxers and a hoodie and I will wear that until about noon and then I'll be like, I should put on actual clothes. Um, and then I'll, I'll wear I'm usually like a leggings and a sweater. That's what my go-to in the colder weather has been. Um, but I did, okay, so here's the thing with the sweatpants. I had this thing about sweatpants in high school because everyone had the, I went to the school where we all had like our na the school name on the butt of like our sweatpants. Oh my it was goodness. Like this thing. <laughs> But everyone bought everyone bought them in grade nine and you'd wear them like all through for the four years and you'd be so cool like walking around you've got the name on the butt like I remember when I was in middle school I'd see like the the girls from high school being like oh my god I can't wait until I can get those sweatpants like it was so strange oh and it was, like, like this a, is hot girl huge shit. get on it or get off <laughs> oh yeah and you'd wear the Aritzia tank top with it 
And then, um, but of course I, I didn't have one. So I was like, always feel, I would have like my like fake ritzy tank tops. Cause my parents were like, why would we spend this much money on a tank top for you? Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a whole trend. You wear it with your Uggs and then your, your puffer jacket. So in grade 11, I was like, I'm taking a stance. Like I'm going to be fashion. I'm never going to wear sweatpants to school. Um, so I stopped wearing sweatpants. Unless, like, I would wear them, like, at home or I'd wear them to practice, like, when I was playing volleyball. And then I kind of kept that when I was in university. I, like, just never brought sweatpants to school because I was like, I need to, like, force myself to be an adult and wear, like, actual clothes. And then I fell in, like, totally, like, I just wore a lot of leggings. Um, So I (laughs) recently bought my first pair of sweatpants in I guess like eight, eight, seven years, uh, really exciting stuff. And it was because my friend bought them off a pretty little thing and then they didn't fit her. They were too big. And so I was like, holler at me. Um, so yeah, I bought, I bought a gray and a green pair of sweatpants off of her. And I do, I do occasionally wear them as my work from home outfit. It's really exciting. I don't have the full sweat on sweatsuit, which I'm disappointed in myself. Um, I feel like I should have gone on that trend. I absolutely thought that you would be all over that. No, I've, I, but I'm, I've got leggings. It seems to be my, my regular go-to or, um, I've like really fallen into like the, the straight or like wider leg jean thing. And so I have two pairs of blue ones and one white and one black. So I've been wearing a lot of those because they're comfy. Honestly, I think people like think of jeans and they think of like that horrible stage where we all like suffocated in skinny jeans that were like basically leggings, but made of denim. Yeah, and 2000 like, like, to into your stomach. Yeah. And like, yeah, those are really uncomfortable. They look cute, but so uncomfortable. And now I'm like, honestly, the, the baggy jeans is kind of, it's kind of a vibe and, and you have to, yeah, just don't, don't like get one that like cinches your waist. Like you can get one that's like fitted. And uh, the be- one of the best purchases of quarantine I've bought was a sewing machine so I can alter my waist to the perfect perfect size and then oh my god that's so smart I should do that but every time I start like a DIY project like that I'm like I'm gonna like I knit the same scarf for like four years and like yeah it took me all of university to knit like one scarf and I love it but like knitting it's a straight line it's not that hard and like I'm actually looking across the room I have an embroidery (laughs) thing that I picked up and that I have been working on like six months (laughs) i'm the queen of unfinished projects so i'm really excited to hear that you bought a sewing machine and that you're actually using it and like completing things that is awesome yeah i think the the alteration is like the the beautiful project the prime project because it's not a lot of work you're literally just taking your clothes that you already own and making them fit better and then it like it takes like 10 minutes tops if you're I, probably someone might be like oh my god why like it's supposed to take like an hour and like use whatever like it takes 10 minutes for me i just am like this is where i want to fit and then it'll it'll go through um yeah so it's it's very exciting for me what has like what's your quarantine pandemic hobbies um projects looks what's what's your oh. life has what does it look like well, so yeah, so my pandemic year can be like divided into like, well, technically I could divide it into four phases. <laughs> so I did this for work yesterday. My We did a 2020 year in review. So I, I have it in my head already. So phase one, um, 
Oh my god. Uh, phase one is um, I went traveling post grad, finished school in December, did a little two months in Asia, a little travel thing, which was super fun. And then phase two is when like quarantine started. So I and I hit the hobbies so hard. I made candles. I baked bread. We tried a sourdough starter, didn't go. Uh, brutal. My poor mom and I. We tried so hard. And I think our kitchen was Aww. too. It was a temperature thing. It wasn't like bubbly enough you know apparently it's hard to make bacteria when you want to uh who knew not me um so what else did i do oh i gardened i like planted all these little like vegetable plants inside and then we transferred them outside when it got warmer into a big garden of like well fruit because we did a strawberry plant that was exciting uh and then some veggies so like beans and greens and all did everything under the it did, did yeah it so like uh, well, it, it's definitely dead now in December. It's cold here. It snowed here today. Um, but it did last through the summer and it was pretty fruitful. Like lots of tomatoes, lots of beans, lots of like greens, wow. like kale and stuff. It's like, I don't want to now it's like, oh, I don't, I don't feel bad because I'm not like, you know, when you go to the grocery store and you're like, I can't leave without my thing of kale, baby kale that I'm not going to eat this week. <laughs> That's going to sit in the back of my fridge and I'm going to pick it up next yeah. week. Um, so it was nice to like so feel like I wasn't wasting anything. I don't know. Tell me it's not just me who does that, right? Like I, I buy the same thing of greens and I mean like, oh, I'm eating salads all week. I'm a skinny bitch. This is going to be amazing. And then like Sunday comes and I'm like, oh no, it's kind of soggy in the back of my fridge now. <laughs> and then you're like, I can't even use this for like a smoothie. It gets like that weird like wetness to it. And you're like, oh God. And then you just feel like this sense of shame. You're like, I really should have eaten more healthy this week. I could have had a salad. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> After your garden, what else have you, so you, you did your garden. What, uh, what was phase three? Oh, phase three was summer. So I was living at home in Nova Scotia over the summer and we had super tight like border restrictions and stuff. So we had zero cases all summer. So everything opened. It was like you could go to bars and restaurants and there there were just there were no cases. So everyone was like, oh, okay, like I may as well. Like, why not? Um, yeah. So that was sick to be able to do. Um, and like, what did I So what are my hobbies then? Oh, I also tried a little bit of golf um, with my dad and my brother a bit. That was pretty fun. Um, did you I, love I'm it? Sure, yes, I love the outfits. I love the Bev cart. Um, I yeah. love the lifestyle. I like being outside. I was like, oh, I'm getting a bit of a tan, kind of nice. Um, mm -hmm. I, I quite liked a lot of uh, a lot of the golf lifestyle. Um, oh, and I like to cart. I think golf is really <laughs> underrated. Cart's amazing. You just go, you whip at like 10 miles per hour. You're like, hell yeah. Definitely. The outfits are I sweet. So that was a summer hobby. Um, and then I got hung up with my friends a lot again. That was super nice. We like went wine tasting one weekend, which was super fun and got to do a bunch of that stuff. Cause yeah, it was, we had no cases. So everything was open. Um, and then wow. yeah, phase four, my, uh, my moving phase, which was hard to go back into the, oh wait, things aren't open. Oh wait, there's COVID here. Oh, that sucks. So that was pretty weird to go like kind of back there. Um, but yeah, but those are my big, my biggest hobbies, I guess. My biggest Seattle hobby, actually, I bought a bike and I started road biking. Um, wow. Again, like I said, not like it's a personality dream. <laughs> it's just something fun. It's nice to do. <laughs> so do you have like a crew? Are you wearing those like spandex outfits and you like all bike? I wish I could say no to that, um, but 
Yeah, I mean, I have. It's kind of how I've been like making some friends and like having some social interaction, which has just been super, honestly, like a game changer for me mentally. Um, And I mean, I did do a couple rides without the padded shorts, just in like leggings or shorts or whatever. And it's a different type of pain uh, on your sit bones or your bum bones. Like it just, it hits different and you're trying to like sit on things because you don't realize how much you sit until it like hurts to sit. And then you're like, oh my God, I spent like 22 out of 24 hours of my day sitting on my sit bones or whatever. Um, So I do have the full spandex outfit now. I'm it's obsessed. not. How hard was it to find that? Where, did you just go to like a bike store? Did, was there a lot of options? How did you How did you figure that that whole fit you out? You know, it's funny. So cycling is something else too. That's like pretty male dominated. Like there's lots of really great men's brands, but not necessarily like women's. Um, so I, I think I got a pair of shorts. My shorts came. I got them on sale at like REI is like the West Coast version of um, Mech. Um, mm-hmm. so I just like outdoorsy stuff. So I got a pair of shorts there, but I'm actually on the hunt right now for like a wintery jacket, but it's so hard. There's so many great men's ones, but there are not really good women's ones, which is too bad. So I'm on the hunt for any good women's cycling brands. Um, cause all I right now I find are men's. The only thing I could like think of is Arteryx, but I don't know if they would have like cycling stuff. I just know that they're more like an outdoorsy brand that's so interesting that they i found that with golf as well is that the the women's outfits like you either look like you're you know 60 which is nothing wrong but you know as 23 year olds we want to look a little little bit more cute (laughs) yeah like i don't really want to wear that um and it's there's not a lot of like fabric options not a lot of color options um i ended up going all nike thank god Mm -hmm. for online shopping uh, so now I'm, I have a whole, like full white outfit and then I have a black top to circle in. And then I've actually found, um, Girlfriend Collective, which is from Washington. They have really, they have a really cute score. I'm going to get it as like my treat for next season when it opens, uh, in April. Have you heard of Girlfriend Collective? I have. They're like the eco-friendly, it's all like sustainable. It's all plastic water bottles. Yeah, so I have, I have two sets from them right now, and they're possibly like my favorite leggings. I love Lulu, but I find that they lose their elasticity sometimes, and so you get like that weird like looseness on your stomach. Um, mm-hmm. And I find Girlfriend Collective are like the, their like stomach area is just like spanks. It just sucks you in. And I've done running, and I've done spin classes in them. I've done like Pilates and yoga would recommend i love i love my my girlfriends okay i'm all about new like active and loungewear like i was such a lululemon stan for like ever like i was like this is i lululemon or gtfo like there are no other options <laughs> but now i'm like branching out and i don't know why i just i don't know i just i was and i was like it's canadian whatever i i'm branching out now one that i really yeah. love too have you tried set active no I, what Whoa. is that? Tell me. Tell me. Oh my more. goodness. Okay. So Haley Beaver always wears their stuff. <laughs> um, but I think they're from LA. Uh, but they're just like really okay. cute, like activewear, and they everything comes in like a matching set. That's one of the biggest things that I've like become obsessed with. Like the monochromatic dressing, I just think always looks so freaking chic. Like whether it's like 
bright pink or like that nice like beigey tonal scheme or whatever but oh. all of their so they sell sets so everything come you buy like sets they're called set active um and their leggings are super cute and they have all these different like bra types their bra types aren't super supportive if you have a larger chest that's my only um kind of complaint with them but they're so freaking cute and they just launched like sweatsuits too like sweat sets um that look so adorable Ooh. i haven't bought them but i did buy uh two sets of their like legs and bras this summer and yeah they're kind of like my new favorite like they're just they're different the bras are really cute um please sponsor me um <laughs> but yeah i highly recommend i love that i know that you went to asia and one of the really cool things you did was you got your yoga uh teaching certificate have you been able to use that at all yeah, that's a good question. So not really yet. I did like a bunch of like Zoom yoga classes when I like first got back and like it was like heavy, heavy pandemic. Uh, you know, we yeah. were all doing everything on Zoom from home. Um, and that was like pretty fun, but like kind of just like strange to do. But I, but it was nice because my parents would do them too. So I could like teach my parents at the same time, which so was pretty cute. cute. <laughs> yeah. loved it. Um, but other than that, like I haven't really done it at all in Seattle. I was thinking, um, so I work, my team, I work on a team of like seven and it's me and then six men over the age of 40. So I was like, oh, maybe I should like run a yoga class for them. Maybe that would be a fun, cause we don't do any like social things. And I'm trying to like come up with ideas of like, not late, like social things they'll actually participate in, you know? Yeah. Um, because it's hard to like, like there's so Do many great ideas. Do you have a lot of like, team building? No. No. No, not at all. That's no. kind of sad. It is. And I think, I don't, I think it's just like, yeah, like the work that we've, like a product we've been working on is really busy. So that's kind of why, and like, they've all been working together for a long time. And like, I'm the new kid, uh, which is fine. And it, like, it's cool, but yeah, no, not really. So I want to like come up with some suggestions. So I have thought about like being like, let me teach you yoga. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to land well. <laughs> Might be kind of strange. I don't really know. Um, I think that's but, a yeah, fantastic that. idea. <laughs> I love that. Maybe I'll, I'll make them turn their cameras on. <laughs> so I want to know, because I'm nosy and I also love the subject. What has your dating life been like during the pandemic? Jane, honestly, non-existent. And I am so like sad to like say that because I don't know, normally it's fun and I, I like dating. Um, yeah, no, literally like non-existent. Like I went through a bit of a breakup kind of when it started in March and that was pretty tough. So I like went into quarantine and like, you know, did the whole like the whole thing, which was awesome. Like not awesome, but it was good to do and I'm glad I did it. Yeah. But, yeah, honestly, it's been it's been really interesting. Like, and then I was home all summer, so I was and I knew I was moving, so I was like, I don't really want to date anyone because I know I'm leaving. Blah blah blah. And then moving to Seattle, my like, it's hard because I kind of probably I have two, so it's twofold. I have two kind of sides to this. Okay. So one, I really wanted to make some friends. I didn't have any friends, and I was like, I don't know. I'm just not one of those. I'm just not someone who's like like I'm always someone who I like to have friends. I like. I really like to be social and like hang out with a bunch of different people, which is like super hard during the pandemic, of course. And like you want to be safe and all that. Yeah. Um, so my priority there was definitely friends, which like I've been lucky. Like I reached out to some people. I've been lucky to make some really great connections and like 
have some real like actual friends, which is really exciting. Um, so that was kind of that's kind of why. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's been it's been fun, and it makes like moving and starting a new job and this whole like this is my life now dilemma that I have a lot less scary when there are like fun people to like kind of do it with yeah um and then part two is because and this is what I've thought about it a lot so this is kind of how I sum it up because everything else I do is online the idea of online dating is so draining to me like I text everyone all day I don't have the energy to like be charming and cool and funny over like a hinge or bumble or whatever like a message again because I feel like I put so much energy into that with like my friends and family now and work that like like before when it's like I don't know you're working in person you're seeing people all the time that it's like sure you can you know swipe and start talking to someone online and it's like and then you meet up and it's it's easy because you're not already doing literally that all day yeah (laughs) so that's kind of why it's been totally non-existent and like I don't know I need to kind of find a way through it if anyone has any suggestions please hit me up Kate McDonald send me a text um and we can figure it out because yeah I'm fine like I find And it sounds like people have either gone one way or the other. Like I have like, I feel like people either like start absolutely dating someone during this time and it's like, they just start dating and they're super serious or they're like, not at all. Like, I don't really know of anyone doing like the crazy casual stuff anymore. Just I guess safety wise, I don't know. Do you think that will then change like how people date in the future? I guess like, are we gonna go less (laughs) casual? I don't know. I, I'm interested to see kind of what's going to happen. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Cause I just, I just find I don't have the energy to like put in to like try and build another relationship virtually. Yeah. Like I like, that's just so exhausting to me. And like, yeah, my, my charm, my wit doesn't come across as well in a, in a text message as it does in person. So I just, I want to like, I don't know. I'm interested to kind of see if people will kind of do more like in person stuff. I, I don't know. I'm excited to like at the thought of things opening up where I could just kind of meet someone. It's it's one of my like 2021 goals to kind of be like, all right, like let's get out there and get, get in the game, if you will. You know, Ooh. early 20s, got to do the whole the whole thing. The whole thing, <laughs> do it all. So what was it like living through a U.S. election living in the States? Because that's an, an experience I have. I can't even imagine. I mean, being in a blue state, it probably was... Uh, a different experience than if you were living more in the southern states but what was it like mm-hmm. i mean yeah seattle is interesting because seattle is a blue dot in a sea of red um as soon as you leave like the seattle city center it's very conservative wow. um very right uh yeah it's crazy like if you if you look up an election map you'll see that like literally the city of seattle is the blue dot in like a sea of red but that's where all the people are so whatever um <laughs> It was stressful. It was, um, I mean, I felt, it's it's interesting to see just how polarizing every topic seems to be. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't know, in Canada, the only thing we really fight over is taxes. <laughs> you know, they're like here and there, like we have, we have the same systemic race issues. We have indigenous issues. We have like, those are huge mm-hmm. things that like are, perpetrated by the government and like that's bad too but it's just not at the same it's it's so different the, the levels I just find so different um like 
to put it in perspective, like election day, or I guess it was the Saturday that they declared like Biden the winner or whatever. Yeah. I like woke up, I was like sleeping in, it was like 8 a.m. And I woke up and I had like my window open and I could hear someone in the street yelling like, fuck Donald Trump, like, woo. Like, and all day in the streets, I'll send you some videos. People were partying and dancing and oh my God, like, yes. running around with flags. And like, it was, it was so much like joy to see like it was there were yeah there were two sides it was so sad to see like how oppressed this entire city had felt for four years um and kind of see how like truly joyful they were like not necessarily that they have a new president but because they're getting rid of an old one um wow. so kind of seeing that and experiencing that was really diff- interesting and then i don't know, like learning about how the voting system works like you ever seen a u.s ballot they vote on everything. They're so long. Like Canadian ones, it's like you just, you know, you pick you pick your MP or whatever and you're good to go. Yeah. That's it. That's all it is. <laughs> like the US ballot is, it's like, it's like this long. And because you vote on referendums and uh, like court judges and appellate, they, like I was like, what the heck? Oh my um, God. So it's just a totally did different Did you get system. to vote in the election? Were you? No, no? God, no. No, 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 no. I am you. So you have to be a U.S. citizen. So like even people who hold green cards or like who are permanent residents cannot yeah. vote. Um, fun fact: I didn't know this. I learned that uh, no one in Washington D.C. any residents of Washington D.C. also can't vote because they're a district, not a state. Did you know that? That was that was new to me. I didn't know that they couldn't vote. I thought they. That's so interesting. Wow. Yep. Yeah, I guess their license plates or something say like taxation taxation without representation that's, so that's like their whole like motto of like wow. DC residents. yeah that's so strange um so no, no 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 can't vote but i do have a lot of american friends mm-hmm. um which was like yeah it's i mean it's different to see and it's interesting to see kind of the ideals that people have like you know people they pick their one thing and that's kind of it and it's hard because I don't know if there's ever a right and a wrong, but everyone's entitled to their own opinion. It's just sometimes the, I try to really trace the thought. I'm like, how do you think about that? How do you rationalize that? If that's going to be what you're you're going to stand for, Yeah. why? And just seeing the way that people think and stuff. And it's just different and crazy. And like, yeah, it was just, yeah, honestly, it was one of the craziest things to experience and hard to describe because there's so many different sides and but it was definitely exciting to see the new things. And yeah, I don't know. I'm hopeful for 2021 of like vaccine politics and just life in general. I think, I hope most people are feeling hopeful because I think there are a lot of good things coming on the horizon. For sure. So what are some of like the biggest things you're looking forward to? Ooh, okay. So things I'm looking forward to, uh, skiing. I'm going to do, hopefully do a bunch of skiing because super like a very COVID friendly sport. Yeah. You wear a mask anyway. Um, to do out West this, uh, this year in Washington state, explore more, explore more of like my new home, um, travel like everyone else. Like I'm, I'm really excited for like some friends and family to be able to like come visit me and like see my life now and like how and, like what my life is like and meet some of my new friends and kind of do that um <laughs> i know it's so <laughs> cheesy but i'm excited about that um what else am i excited about goals for myself are definitely around um 
Like I have some professional ones. There's some stuff I want to do at work. Personally, I want to, I feel like I've been able to, because of the pandemic, put like exercise and my health kind of at the top of my priorities. So I kind of want to keep that going. Um, I want to do some big like bike rides, my new biking hobby. <laughs> There's I one I want to do uh, that goes from Seattle to Portland. So it's like a weekend one. That's sick. Wow. Yeah. They do, it's like a charity ride they do every year. So hopefully if they're able to do that this summer, I would love to do that or some road trips. Um, I want to, yeah, I want to continue kind of building good connections and relationships like with people professionally, personally, romantically, hopefully. Um, that's definitely a huge goal of mine is to kind of really like it's been a hard year for everyone. And so like putting the relationships and like the people in my life first is something I really want to do and like making sure that I'm taking time to kind of cultivate those and making sure that I'm asking people how they really are and kind of having those, like you said, like yeah. have the small talk. Let's get right to the big talk. Yeah. I want to have more big talk yeah. in 20, 2021. Well, on that note, <laughs> we will wrap things up. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me on, Jane. This was so fun. Thank you so much for coming on. I was like, so you were one of the first people I thought about when I wanted to start this podcast and interview people because I love you so much. And I think you're one of the most fascinating, cool, like just exudes like everything, positivity, sunshine, like everything I want to be and more. Um, so I'm so happy that you came on and brightened my day. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Jane. I'm so, yeah, I'm so excited to see what else you get up to. I can't wait to hopefully come visit you in London uh, once you're living your best life. Yeah. Always my style inspo uh, and just general inspo. Yeah. Thank you so Aww. much. This is so fun. Hey. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever platform you listen on. We post new episodes every Wednesday. And remember to follow us on Instagram at livefrommybedroompod. Signing off from my bedroom in Toronto. Have a good one.